definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Tuesday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You may also join us with your thoughts, comments, questions, residual reaction from the weekend. Whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about today. Bring in that on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. It is a Tuesday, so we have our tiers of 12 with a lot of shakeup this week, at least in my tiers of 12. Uh, we'll we'll uh, hash out. Go for it. We'll hash out the, uh, the Big 12 conference and where, how we see it. Through three weeks of league play and the halfway point in the season for a lot of teams. Unreal. It's crazy, right? We're already six games deep. The record not necessarily where uh, Tech fans hoped it would be, six games deep, but uh, definitely a better feel the last two weeks. We'll see if Texas Tech can continue that on into this week as the uh, Red Raiders tussle with the Purple Kitties. Who have beat you seven times in a row. It's gross. Time to snap. It is time to snap. I mean, you snapped a four-game skid against Baylor. You're one and seven on the road against Baylor last week. Or, I'm sorry, one and seven on the road in the Joey McGuire era prior to last week. So maybe you are starting to turn some tides. We'll we'll see. But got uh, lots of different things to get into. How you doing, Hex? I'm right. I'm here. I then. I then. Rangers play again today. Wouldn't be funny if uh, Lucas spun uh, Scotty P Scottie again. Scotty P again? It would be funny. Lucas has that uh, opportunity tomorrow. If I spin it again, I'll do it this time. You seem happier today. I you, am. Okay. You were a little mad yesterday, and I get it. I get it. I just need Evalde to get five strikeouts, <laughs> and I'll be a very, very happy person. Oh, you're betting some. I mean, that's not betting against your team, but you're. Putting some cheddar down on Evaldi to get fired. Right there. That's uh, I I have friends that do that. So I have this uh, this pick'em that I'm part of for money. Last year, I won money in this thing. It's like 35 people. This group of 35 mm-hmm. people, all tech fans for the most part. Um, but part of this last year, remember last fall, I did really well in our pick'ems, and uh, that was the. The semester of suck for hacks. I did great. This Desert. year, out of the 35, I think I'm like in 30th place right now. Pick'em has not been good to me. Anyway, but I got a friend who organizes this whole thing. He fades Tech every time. So his his line of thinking, not every time, but if, if Tech, it's a close game or if Tech's supposed to lose, he'll put Tech, in, and it's a confidence picker, as he'll pick against Tech and do it like the most points. That way, if Tech loses, at least he gets something out of it. Can you do that? Because I can't. I still can't like make myself do that. No, I just. It's like just betting just go against with your... my 
gut or heart or brain. Yeah. Whichever one is going on there. Last week, it didn't quite work out. <laughs> Your gut was... <laughs> Lock it up, man. Lock it up. The worst team in the country. Easily. Worst Power 5 team, hands down. I'm pretty sure you said something along those lines. Uh, that was Arizona State. Arizona... Oh, yeah. Okay, you said second. How about uh, you said Shadur second. Sanders? Shadur. They, they barely scraped by... Which, again, I think Arizona State is a bottom five, power five team. Uh, I don't oh, I think, that's I don't an easy think that. I know that. Yeah, they are. Bottom five, I think, is conservative. Yeah. And he goes over and taunts the entire student section after the game like they'd done something big. It's just, they got lucky to win the game. They did. Should have lost the game. Hey, let's uh, let's hear some audio, Lucas, here. Already? Yeah, we, we've... Jumping uh, in. This has never happened until last night in Major League Baseball. This is what it sounds like for an 8-5-3 double play. This crowd out yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, I was like. So first great catch up against the wall, center field. Bryce Harper yes. thinks it's down. So he's around second base. Right. Third base coach goes, now wait a minute. I know you don't like to listen to me anyway, but you gotta <laughs> go back around second base and try to get to first. The throw's coming back into the infield. It's a little discombobulated. Because he's had to, he had basically had to catch, turn, and fire. Right. He didn't have time to pick and choose where he's going to throw it to. Third baseman's got his head on a swivel. He comes up basically behind the mound, in between the mound and second base, grabs it and throws it to first and picks him off by about a, a tenth of a second. Yeah, I Bravo's saw, win. I, I saw the play, and this was Braves were down four nothing in this game, right? Is that right? I. I uh, I'm not okay. certain, but I all my Braves fans that I follow were yeah. in full out panic mode. Yeah, they were down four nothing and come back to win it five to four. I mean, it looked like it kind of looked like we were headed for three series going where the favorite was down two nothing. And after we went through two and zero, two and zero, two and zero, two and zero wild cards. Yes. Yeah. So um, it is. It's been an interesting MLB postseason so far. Hopefully, not very interesting tonight. As the uh, Rangers can go for a sweep of the Orioles, they're back at home. Look, you get Nathan Avaldi, the the version of Avaldi that pitched last week, or against the Rays, you're gonna have a great opportunity to win. He was excellent. He was the Avaldi from earlier in the season, pre-injury Avaldi, and. Uh, MLB All-Star version of him, so I, I'm hoping that uh, you get that version, and you're going to have a chance to win. Astros are are heading up north to Minnesota to take on the Twins. I don't feel like they can fall behind two one. It feels like that that gets really dangerous if they fall behind two one. They need to put the pressure on the Twins and and win tonight. But we'll see. MLB postseason's been rewarding so far. And we'll uh, see if that. 
continues on today. Tech Golf swept Kansas yesterday afternoon. Yeah, but they got beat by West Virginia in the morning. That was a bit of a shocker. They have to. They bounced back. They got to beat OSU today to be able to uh, get to that championship round of the uh, match play. They'll have to win that one today, which I think that one is getting underway shortly. We'll fill you in on that and some other headlines coming up just a little bit away from right now. Continue to look back towards the Baylor game, what uh, we saw and what is sustainable from that Baylor game moving forward. And, of course, our tiers of 12 coming up a little later this hour. It's the end of the bench. Till noon, with you today on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Tuesday, it is time for some headlines. Para tu. Listening to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. What you need to know is that we got some Major League Baseball on the airwaves for you this afternoon and this evening. Texas Rangers will be on this evening at 6.30. We have 7.03 first pitch. Rangers in Baltimore going at it. You can uh, catch that game over on Double T 97.3. Rangers can sweep or uh, Baltimore can cut into the 2-0 lead this evening. Nathan Avaldi will get the start for Texas. Once again, first pitch at 7.03. Astros get to get going a little bit earlier today. A be a 3.07 first pitch, 2.35 coverage start time. You can find that one right here on 100.7. The score is Houston is up in Minnesota taking on the Twinkies. That that ballpark is one I definitely want to visit. Target Field uh, seems very unique. It has that porch out in right field. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one I want to... Uh, to experience, I think when Tech was uh, at the Final Four, they had like an alumni party. I want to say, a, I don't know if there was the Alumni Association, but there was a big Tech party at Target Field. Huh. And I, I wanted to venture over, but I had a show I had to do, so I never got to go over there. But they had, a, I think, an Alumni Association party at Target Field, and it was uh, uh, good reviews from that, from what I heard. I barely remember seeing it. You know, yeah. I mean, I I know we drove up on it, mm-hmm. but that's all I I I would have liked to have gotten in there at least. And yeah, I, it's one I definitely want to go watch tour a and watch a game. Definitely uh, chilly at this time of year, though. Yeah. So yeah, remember they went from that yep. rock hard turf in in the uh, Metrodome. Metrodome. Thank you. I could not think of the dome. Uh, because Seattle was the kingdom. Kingdome, Superdome, Metrodome. There's another dome I'm missing. Astrodome. <laughs> Astrodome. Yeah. Superdome. That's uh, Nolans, right? Yep, Nolans. That's so, uh, that thing's withstood hell and that's back. like the only one that's still standing of all those we just mentioned. Um, Astrodome's still up. True. Sorry, still in use. I should say, Astrodome's still up, but they're afraid to tear it down because all the asbestos. Like it's really oh yeah is that the case it's it's terrible in there apparently like yeah. it is it'll be a like giant unleash yeah and it'll cost asbestos hell so much money to tear down because of that they can't Man. Just, they can't just explode it because of all that a wonder of the world that makes it even more wondrous that 
It's constructed with such poor material that yep. they don't want to touch it. <laughs> they have to uh, take down, so they got to go get all the asbestos out with the hazmat suits before they can take the, go the dynamite to it. So, yeah, I think that's part of why it's That'll still be a sad day when that happens. It will, because it was, it was such a feat of humanity to see that thing. Uh, so Rangers-Astros both today, big games tonight and this afternoon. High School Fan Zone also tonight. You'll find that one. Following some Astros baseball and 100.7 the score, Monterey and Lubbock High coaches will come into the First United Bank studio and hang out with Garrett Luft to talk about their teams. That'll get kicked off at 7 o'clock. Both Texas Tech golf teams in action. Not a great day for the Lady Raider golf team and the Illini Women's Invitational as they were in 14th out of 15th places yesterday. Have a frost de- delay this morning, so they're about to start as we speak. Frost delays. A little early places. for the old frost delay, isn't that's it? That's right. Yeah. But that's what they got. Uh, that's what's coming this way, too. Up I mean, in Medina. Not like that, but cooler weather. Yeah. Tech went 22 over par yesterday. Shot a 293-305. So really struggled in the second round of action. Red Raider golf team is uh, also going today as they play in the Big 12 match play tournament. Tech won this last year. They've won it twice since they started doing it, but... One last year will have to beat Oklahoma State to get out of the pool play uh, into the championship play. They take on the Pokes today in Pool D, who uh, OSU won both their matches. Tech lost to West Virginia and then swept through Kansas in the afternoon, so hopefully a sign that they're finding the rhythm a little bit. They'll play against OSU today at right now. <laughs> today at right now and so we'll go with it because they are in action and tech is up two one two through five holes so got this creed deal is it's there's going to be a um creed sighting there, well there's got to be i think right I mean, I mean i would think so they know about it creed knows about it. they tweeted about it um, yeah, I mean, a band like that who doesn't get a lot of publicity right hey now, now. Hey, they sold out uh, their cruise. It's, uh, tickets went so the fast Creed for their cruise, cruise that we talked about. Yeah, that they're doing another cruise. They're doing two cruises now. So they're big like boy. the headliner on that, but there's a lot of you know '90s rock names involved in that one. Yeah, they're they're they had so much success selling tickets to the first cruise. They're doing another cruise, big guy. Wow. <laughs> So you watch Whoa, it. Whoa, big guy. I got a big guy this morning. So Big fella. No, I, I, you know there's gonna, they're going to come together. They have to. Yeah. I, I think the Rangers have to get to the next round. Right, but right. In the CS. They're going to be playing live. They've got to like be the playing. Mighty Mighty Boston's at the Milwaukee Beers game. Now, I'm curious, does like how much say does the MLB have in all that? Because like, in the regular season, Rangers could do whatever they wanted. But I don't know if it's like, oh, you can't have a post – Post game concert, or you can't do this for the the pre game concert on TV. Or I, I just remember don't last know year they had Timmy Trumpet live. Now I know that's different. Was I that postseason? I think so. I think. Did the Mets make the postseason? Remember because it all fell yeah. apart oh, when he yeah, played their did. live. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about all that. He played their live, and everything <laughs> just went <laughs> right into the yeah. ground. But yep, that's a little right. bit different when you can just show up with a trumpet and put a microphone in front of it uh, As opposed to versus yeah, a rock and, band. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, other news, Texas Tech, BYU kick time was announced yesterday. If you missed it during this show, uh, Texas Tech 
and BYU will kick off at 6 o'clock on October 21st from Provo. You know, we won't ever see 11 a.m. kicks out there, will we? Um, Not Central time. In the future... In the future Big 12, we won't see that 11 a.m. kickoff in BYU, BYU, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State. Right, well, they could kick at 11 and just be different here. Well, then it'd be noon here. Yeah. But we wouldn't. That's not the normal time. College football starts at 11. I mean, we don't really have noon kickoffs. And, I know, but you can still do an 11 o'clock kickoff in the mountain time zone. I, I guess you could. I wish they would actually stagger games more often. Like I, They're not going to kick it at 10. That's something I wish they did a better job of in college football. Why do we have to have seven games at 11 o'clock when we there's can have one so at many 11? Windows, one at, and there's I know. tons of games. I know. And all the games are on TV. I know, but I, I would like to skip from one game in the fourth quarter to another game in the fourth quarter and just kind of go – Around to the good games. Anyway, that'll be a six o'clock kickoff on Saturday, November twenty first. No, <laughs> October twenty first. Don't want to delay that any further. Uh, Leighton Vanderesh adding to uh, the problems for the Cowboys on defense. He is expected to miss four to six weeks with a neck strain issue. He's already He's had neck issues in his career. He's definitely got that label of. Of uh, injury prone. There's no question about it. You can hit us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions you want to bring in, you can do so on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Did you see the uh, the issue that the emergency alert caused last week? You know, we talked about microchips and stuff, but did you see the problem it caused? Uh uh-uh. uh. In the Amish community? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Not kidding. Uh, there have been a lot of Amish people that got shunned last week because the uh, emergency alert revealed that they had cell phones that they were Oh, my gosh. It outed a bunch of people by doing all of that at Ezekiel, one Ezekiel, where'd that come from? So, yeah, everyone's cell phone blared with the alert, emergency alert test. It interrupted meetings, lunch, startled some people. Wasn't a big deal to a lot of people. Except the uh, people in the Amish community outed a lot of people with their hidden cell phones. so crazy, A former Amish guy hopped on TikTok and said a few of his Amish friends are dealing with all the backlash because they had their phones on vibrate. Sure. With the sound off, and they didn't realize the alert makes the loud sound even with the sound sound off. Yeah, you had to turn turn it it off off to avoid that. Yeah, you had to turn the phone off. And there's a good chance... As hard as they're working, that they didn't know the thing was coming. Right, and then... Like, whoa, whoa. Yep. Oh, ugh, I'm so, in trouble. So, yeah, quite a few people in the Amish community. They probably staggered because they it didn't all happen just at one time. Like, a couple people probably got <laughs> them, like, 30 seconds before other yep. people. Oh, man. And also, they did it about five minutes before they said they were going to do they it. They did. Sneak attack. Yep. What are they trying to get at? It's the end of the bench. Get back to some more of your thoughts. Some more tech football coming up on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
Glad to be with you on a Tuesday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. Keep hitting us up. No, I'm saying. Quite a few of you uh, hitting us up on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. We will... Does Lucas spend tomorrow? He does spend tomorrow. Okay. Yes. There's a uh, specific question for you coming up. Okay. We'll uh, get to that, but we've got business right now. Tears of 12! feel bad for those poor Amish kids. Wait, who said they're kids? I'm, I was picturing, you know, 50-year-old guys that have been sneaking around for a while. And perusing the internet. Yeah, perusing the internet. I'm like, wow, this is what it's I like out there. soup huh? up my horse and buggy. Exactly. Yeah, not even necessarily doing uh, nefarious activities, just being like, hey, man, you know, I really need to know how to build this more efficiently. I think I heard when uh, Marshawn Lynch jumped in that horse and buggy, but the lady said that that thing was like $8,000, the buggy. Yikes. I guess, I mean, everything's more expensive nowadays. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's go with um, welcome to bigger boy football tier. Bigger boy football. Yeah, for the first three here on the bottom. Okay. We'll start from the bottom. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. 14 UCF. Sorry, guys. 0-3, getting obliterated, uh, giving up that comeback to Baylor. You should be embarrassed. And I know they don't have Plumlee, and that's killing them. But anyway. But they didn't give up 50. Plumlee doesn't affect the 55 points. Absolutely. With a backup quarterback. Yes. <laughs> With Bean, which is why I picked That was shocking. UCF. Yeah, that's why I picked UCF, too. And it was wrong. I've got Cincinnati. At two and three and zero oh and two at thirteen, okay. I've got Houston because I again watching them play in at least the first half. Um, and Donovan Smith, I give them a huge bump from fourteen to twelve. The Baylor Bears in their awful yellow uniforms have fallen all the way to eleven. TCU is ten. I remember thinking again about the Oklahoma State football schedule going, man, sweet. They don't have to play Baylor, Texas, uh, Christian, you know. And now you're like, I just love to play those guys. Yes. Okay, new tier. Um, I guess got a chance tier. K-State, Oklahoma State, BYU, Iowa, freaking state. Wow. Currently sixth on my list. How? Um, that, that, well, they they beat Oklahoma State. They gave OU all they wanted for an entire half. Kind of fell apart on the road. And then they just smacked TCU around. So how they can play defense and they can rush the football and they big ten you to death, that's how. I've got Texas Tech at five, Kansas at four, West Virginia at three. We're in cuckoo world here. Hello. And then the probably in the championship tier, Texas and Oklahoma at the top. What is going on with this world? So UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, or BU. 
TCU. K-State, Oklahoma State, BYU, Iowa State, Texas Tech, Kansas, West Virginia, Texas OU. Okay, I tried to not be too prisoner of the moment on mine, but some of it is. Um, I've got the bottom tier. Don't think these teams are going to a bowl game at this point. Houston, Central Florida, which how many wins do they have? Three still? Yeah, I don't think they're going to a bowl game. Cincinnati is 12. I got Baylor at 11. I still have Oklahoma State at 10. I know they had some magic Friday night, but I probably need to see just one more game out of them before I bump them out of that bottom tier. Uh, number nine, TCU, hanging on by a thread from falling into that bottom tier. Eight, I went Iowa State. Didn't quite go as high as you, but they did get the boost. I don't believe Iowa State is going to finish with more than three Big 12 wins. They're at two right now, two and one. But I, I know you're in on them. I still think that team's got some doing to do. We'll see. We'll see. While you're finishing, I'm going to look up their schedule. Okay. Uh, BYU is seven. I still have K-State at six, though part of it's a respect thing for this week. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Number five, I've got the Red Raiders. Where'd you have Tech? Uh, five. Five. That's what I thought. Uh, four, the next tier is the still think they're better than the middle group, West Virginia, Kansas. Four and three. And then uh, right now your Big 12 championship tier, Texas and Oklahoma. God, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope something happens in this world that keeps at least one of those two teams out. You're wrong on Iowa State. Give me the rest of the schedule because I didn't. I said that without knowing the rest of the schedule. Okay, uh, Cincinnati at Cincinnati. Loss. Win. Baylor and Waco. Win. Win. Kansas homecoming. Should be loss. Coin flip. Man, you are in BYU on. road. Uh, loss. loss. Texas home can get crazy, but loss. Loss. K-State and Manhattan. If they get that night game against Texas, they'll have a chance. Loss. I see two and a half here, which is more than your one. Yeah, it's more than one. I would go two, which would put them at five for the season, I believe. Yeah, and four and six in the league. Yes. So yeah, I'd probably overshot, but I would probably put I'd put the over under at two and a half and I'd take the two. Okay. And take the two, not the one. So a little bit of an exaggeration. Jamie asked a question while we're here. Uh, Jamie's question of the day I'd like to get your take on. Um he asked who's been the most disappointing team in the Big Twelve so far this year. There's a lot of candidates for this. And you obviously have to factor in preseason expectations, either your own for the team or national or regional or whatever. But biggest disappointment in the Big 12, well, mine's been that Texas has been good, but (laughs) the actual disappointment, I mean, is it UCF? I think so. I think that's a pretty... Easy one. You can go there on that one. I mean, Baylor's in that conversation. There weren't high expectations for Cincinnati or Houston. So I don't really feel like you can 
Yeah, there were no put them expectations there. for them. TCU? I mean, did people... They were literally playing in a national championship game last year. And for them to fall as flat as they have at least the last couple of weeks, they, they got to be in that conversation. I mean, Baylor, UCF, TCU, K-State. about that? I mean, they were voted second in the league. And right now, I mean, you had them, what, nine nine or so? Eight or nine on your list. I have them six, but still, that K-State team does not look like the one we saw last year. And I think part of the where you can throw K-State into the disappointment uh, grouping is, is because they haven't looked like K-State football. They're beating themselves a lot. They're making mistakes, penalties, Handing the ball to the other team quite a bit in the losses. So I'm not sure I wouldn't put K-State as the most disappointing team so far in Big 12 play. Fully knowing that Texas Tech plays Kansas State this week and they can come in and roll the Red Raiders. If I had to just say that if you have to pass the vote, this is it. Um. I think it would be UCF. Okay. Um, they've had really good recruiting classes. They've had, again, some national success coming out of the American, kind of strutted around a little bit like they thought they could come in here and do some things. Yeah. And they're sitting there at 0 3 with a tail whipping at the University of Kansas yeah. and giving up a 26 point lead at home at the bounce house. Sheesh. To, again, a bad Baylor team. So I can't throw Baylor underneath UCF. When Baylor came back from down 26 to beat UCF. Fair enough. Tell us what you think. You can answer that or anything we've gotten into so far. Plenty from you we'll get to next. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to our number three. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 107 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by Happy State Bank Choice. Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, intern Maris, all with you for the next hour or so. We're 45 minutes out from Ask the Benchwarmers. If you got any questions, bring those in. We are now yours on the television, which Hax can't stand, so can't he is this, changing man. the channel. Fox 34 News now. We're always on the YouTube if you want to watch and all three hours. this is where I get the oldest the quickest. You do turn into well, I hate this. this one. It's this Give. one. We have four remotes in here. And Hacks turns into straight 65-year-old. Help me know which button to press. I get it. I do get it. So uh, keep those thoughts coming in. It is uh, yours on the AM dial as well, 950 AM. Ever want to tune us in that way? We've got still plenty to get to over the next hour or so. We'll talk some more Texas Tech football, sustainability from the Baylor game. Um, catching up on some of your thoughts, though. My fantasy football team is about as good as the dad jokes had segment. That's from Bobby Hot Talks. You're really bad. Uh, I accidentally sprayed deodorant in my mouth this morning. Now when I have speak, I have a terrible accent. Dad, I have speak? Well, you really read that well. Now that I have speak. Uh-huh. 
Did I say that? Yes. Out loud? All right. I accidentally sprayed deodorant in my mouth. Now I have speak with scent in my mouth. Yep. Same Makes thing. a lot of sense. Thanks, bro. Uh, Fielder was a brewer too. Forgot Prince Fielder was a brewer. I'm with you. I mean, it is. See, I think 30, him is a tiger of the 30 MLB teams. Cecil, oh, Cecil, yes, Cecil was a tiger. Did you say Prince? Yeah. This is two times in the last two weeks that You've I've done, done that. this. Yeah, Prince. Cecil uh, was a tiger. Tiger, yeah, but Prince was the the brewer. Gotcha. I'm, but I'm with you. Of the 30 MLB teams, the Brewers probably, I probably see them or hear about them about 29th or 30th on the list. And I hear more from the Marlins for crying out loud, and they're probably the least liked team in the MLB. Like, their own fans don't like them. Tampa Bay is probably more so. Uh, as an Astros fan growing up, this is from Christo, nearly all the games I went to were against the Brewers. My favorite Brewer was Carlos Lee, who later finished as an Astro. I do remember him. But, again, remember him more as an Astro. Um, Hacks, do you and your son still play the WWE video games? If so, is Big Show your son's go-to to play against you? We haven't played that in a very long time. <laughs> we were playing the UFC game for a while. Mm-hmm. And he got to where he could win every single match, and so I quit. It's no fun anymore. No. Woodman's dopamine hit comes when Scro- he Scrooge McDuckin off the diving board in the Hall of Gold. <laughs> Thanks, pal. The Hall of Gold. Uh, aren't live sports reality TV? All live sports? I wouldn't consider it that. That's a whole different category. If you got want to get super technical, I guess so. But I don't think it's categorized that way. What was the first ever reality TV show? Survivor. The real world. That's right. The real world. Closely followed TV. by Survivor. Survivor's still going. Season 75. It's wild. Uh, Choice would get on Jeopardy. Wait, time out. Did you see this new, before I read that, speaking of reality TV, did you see this new Golden Bachelor? (laughs) So they're like getting like a 65-year-old to do this? Have we run out of 65 is your go-to old age, if you haven't noticed. I really think it is a 65-year-old. Okay. But yeah. Well, 65 is my go-to old age. When do, What is yours now? Is it bumped up to the 70s? Because it feels like as you get older. I probably would have had like 55 as old a few years ago. But as you get older, you push what you perceive as old further back. 71. This dude's 71? How loaded is he? <laughs> A 71-year-old grandpa from Indiana oh will star gosh. in the spinoff series, Yeah, The you know Golden comp- Bachelor. I mean, it's already obvious we've run out of movie ideas. No. Everything's a, yeah. a sequel. Now we're running out of TV ideas. I saw completely. today where they were. there's rumors that Seinfeld's going to have a get-together, uh, come back together. I don't know how I feel. So a TV show I used to love was Monk. You ever watch it? Never watched it. Funny. Funny. Uh, I liked it. It's cross between crime and comedy. But, you know, oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say, Monk uh, just announced a TV or a movie 
this is like probably 10 years after the fact. Everybody looks so old from the pictures of it, but I'll probably watch it. Like, would you watch something like that if Seinfeld did a movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to do yeah. a series, but I think a movie's okay to do something of. Community's supposed to have a movie coming out? Yeah. What are you saying, Lucas? The owner of the Raiders is dating a 26-year-old. Mark Davis? Yeah. Mark. Oh, weird bowl cut guy? Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie haircutted freak? <laughs> yeah. It's a cardigan, but thanks. Pull over! <laughs> but seriously, I mean, if there's a, ever a pumpkin pie haircutted freak, it it's is Mark him. Davis. 26-year-old? I also saw something where Dane Cook is dating like a 24-year-old, and he's like 55. Dane Cook is 55? I think so. He looks pretty old now, too. <laughs> All olds. Sorry for everybody. Powerball is $1.73 billion. I didn't win last night. 51 for Dane Cook. Okay. I've never guessed too high on anybody's age before. Never. The Powerball, man, I, I, I went ahead and... Again, I Did only, San Angelo inspire you? I went ahead and bought the ticket. Yeah, San Angelo inspired me. I got one Powerball number right out of the three that I got, so I think I get two bucks out of the six bucks I paid on the ticket. So, On one of them, I got two numbers. It was really living in high cotton there. Uh, choice would get on Jeopardy, and the categories would be movies, 80s music, good dad jokes, and he'd be absolutely useless. It's rude. 80s music, I'd kill it. 90s, uh, getting a little dangerous there. Someone tweeted at me something about Warren G yesterday, too. I won't miss that one again. God, this stupid computer. Mark Davis loves the slots. All we had to do was talk about him on a radio show. Now he's on my timeline. Yeah, That fast? Yeah. Right now. It's amazing. All right, more from you rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Continue to get some of that. Coming up in a moment, we'll get back to some Texas Tech football. Ask the bench warmers about 30 minutes away, so bring your questions in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hit us up with those questions. Whatever you got, bring it in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line. A good uh, good smattering of questions, different varieties so far in. On that 8th Flooring Center chat line, tweet us at 107 The Score or hit us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline if you want to call and give your question that way. 806-771-0973. He's Hacks. I'm Choice, Lucas, and... Intern Maris across the way. Questions for any and all of us will play. Let's start off with uh, this one. Hacks, Benchwarmers, did y'all say yesterday that the teams that have beat us have two losses altogether this year? That would be accurate. Yeah, we did say that. Someone responded and said, yeah, the losses are looking a lot better than they were earlier. It still doesn't take the sting away. right? You, there are two games you should have won. If you played better, you would have beat West Virginia. If you played better, you know, just part of the game against Wyoming where you get out to a 17 nothing lead, you're going to win that game. So it doesn't take the sting away. Tech should be a 5-1 and one team at worst right now. Should be. Now, you can't play this shoulda, coulda, woulda game. So the sting doesn't go away. But on paper, yes, it looks better because you're, the teams you've played are 15-2. and two. 
have that number right? I think it's 15 and 2. Oregon's undefeated. Do they win this week at Washington? I'm going to get you to tip your hand for a pick. Well, I, don't know. I don't know which way. Yeah, I'm I'm a, let me think about that a little bit more. Okay. Oregon's undefeated. Wyoming's got one loss after beating a top 25 and undefeated Fresno State team. And West Virginia's got one loss to Penn State to Penn open State. the season. So Penn State on the road. And again, then they were kind of uh, competitive in that. Yep. Uh, bench warmers is Ben Roberts, a future NFL player. Man, he's he has got a nose for football. I don't know. I have no idea what his measurables tell you on the speed and and all those sorts of things, uh, which matters for the NFL. Because Colin Schooler is one of the best college linebackers you've seen. I mean, he was fantastic, uh, but he's not an NFL guy. So that's probably the position that translates the least. That you can be really good in college and it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be really good that and i guess quarterback there's plenty of college good quarterbacks that don't turn out to the nfl um but yeah i ben roberts i love love what we've seen out of him he is a no you're so right though you can have guys that you just love in college and you're like that guy he makes every play and well it turns out that he was just had a really good nose for the ball and he can't run and especially can't run in the nfl and can't track down Slot receivers and running backs, and you don't you see yeah. a couple years in the practice squad, and they're gone. Yeah. You're like, man, but, I really thought that guy was in NFL material. And that's what they said about Zach Thomas, and he made a living in the NFL. I think it's more rare today, even than it Hall was of Fame. But um, yeah, love love the player that Ben Roberts is, and he is taking full advantage. That could be such a glaring problem on your team right now. Could be because you lost your starter in the game one with Jacob Rodriguez, who may be back sooner rather than later. And then you'll get him at the said uh, Coach McGuire said he'd been playing him at the mic. Yeah, and then they'll move him over when that comes back when he gets healthy. Yeah. So so Roberts is going to be on the field. You got to put him on the field. Benchwarmers, I heard California's governor is thinking about banning Skittles in California. Would y'all care if Texas's governor did that in Texas? Not at all. You wouldn't care. I don't. I I am generally pro uh, less government interaction. Let people make their own mistakes. Let get out of people's business. Don't put bans on things. No, I'm just don't saying put, it wouldn't bother me because I don't eat Skittles. Yeah, but, that's where I'm at. But so, yeah, I want other people to be able to eat the Skittles. Yeah, if even if it's got bad things in there for them, let them make their own decisions. That's how I think. Um, well, when you do that, I'm then with you too. I don't like skills. That you much, do that, so. then you're going to have, and they've tried to do this with taxes. You're going to ban cigarettes. You're going to ban uh, smokeless tobacco. You're going to ban but, eventually yeah. alcohol. You're going to ban, and then how do you get? And I know it's an and then, attitude. Yeah, and in then the skittles, weed's but, fine and everything, but uh, right, all this other stuff. How do you get to that point go. where it's like, oh, skittles bad, booze great, <laughs> skittles bad? Uh, yeah, go smoke your lungs out. Yeah, I don't. It's stupid. Don't. I, I don't like it. Why are you buying? Wait, <laughs> Go smoke your lungs out. Uh, bench warmers, how many states have you each been to and how many have you spent the night in? I didn't, I forgot to pile this up. So, for so no, for me, no Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Delaware. I've stayed the night in every state that I've been in except for Vermont. 
Every state that you've been in. Okay, so mine's way different than yours. Most of mine are. I think I've been to 43 at this point because it knocked West Virginia out a couple weeks ago. Vermont, we just clipped and drove through. Okay, it's easier to count the ones I haven't been to. Montana, Idaho, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Michigan, California. And That's wild. It is, and Rhode Island. There's my seven. That I, haven't I love Rhode Island. Oh, no, eight, because I haven't been to Kentucky. I will go to Kentucky later next year. So eight right now, 42. I um, stayed in less probably less than half of those. So I've been two states and spent a day there a lot of times. But yeah, you've spent a lot of, a lot of nights in a lot of states for uh smaller basketball. Uh, this from the Yates flooring center chat line, bench warmers. What is your favorite Creed song? With arms wide open. I don't know. I used to rock the Creed albums and back in the day. Don't listen near as much as I used to. My <laughs> sacrifice. What if? What if? My sacrifice is yours? Yeah. I will say, uh, Clever Clint had some funny ones. He's like, I hope the Rangers go all in on this. And Eric Nadell goes with a my sacrifice on a sack fly, and uh, <laughs> and someone drops a pop up, and you go with arms His wide open. Arms were wide open. <laughs> we could not find the ball. And then Baltimore loses the game. What's this lie for? You know, that's a good one. Yep. Was it lying for? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. My own prison. But your children don't stop dancing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Higher is probably the one that I liked the most like in high school, so that might be what I'd go with. Benchies. This is from Shelly. What's up, Shelly? Been a long time. Why does Bobby Hot Dog stink at fantasy football this year? I guess he just does. He makes too much fun of me. He should focus on his fantasy team more. Benchwarmers. Why did Choice say injury to insult instead of insult to injury in his promo? I did it on purpose. I've got because he's a one-trick monkey. That's right. That's okay to do, right? Change something up for tiny comedic reasons. In my Sports Center running, it says it adds injury to insult for the Cowboys because you're getting an injury with Vanderesh. The insult was the loss in the game that you got your butt kicked. It's, yeah. It was on purpose. You might be trying a little too hard. Yeah, there. it probably is, but. I trained under Rob Verby for a semester, so you're going to get those uh, cheesy TV lines occasionally out of me. Benchwarmers, what's your prediction for the last six games? What record? Ooh. Four and two. That's the first number that came to my head. I think Tech, so you're three and three. I think Tech can absolutely, could go five and one, but I'm guessing you'll drop one of these games. I would guess. I think, as we sit here on Tuesday, and I reserve the right to change my pick, I'm going to pick Tech against Kansas State this week because you have been really good at home. And K-State scares me a lot less than they did um, prior to last week, to be honest. So you got one, two, three home games left. TCU, K-State, and UCF, I would predict you're going undefeated there and 
probably lose in Provo and, and Austin. Or Lawrence and Austin. One or the other. So four and two is where I'd I'd stack it right now. Michael also says, please stop with the Creed. <laughs> Don't be hating on Creed. Creed's awesome, man. Creed's awesome, and it's getting the Rangers rolling. I'm thrilled that they're quote unquote back. We're we're playing all Creed songs tomorrow when the Rangers finish the sweep off. If they do that, we will do that. <laughs> Lucas says, no, we're not, because he's kind of in no, control yeah, of that. he's got control. And it's the Orioles, so. Maris will do it. Yeah, Maris. I'm going to put you on it. <laughs> Lucas is taking the day off tomorrow. <laughs> if the Rangers sweep it out. Luke, Lucas, I feel for you. I do. But I want my team to win more. That's it for us. I'll hand you off to the end of the bench. Come, no, the bottom line coming up next for... Excellent, Lucas. I'm choice. We're done. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.